Hello, and welcome to this edition of Life's Tough, You Can Be Tougher. Our first podcast was earlier this year, and since we started, we've had a number of inspiring and engaging guests and lots of free-flowing conversation. I'm Dustin Planolt, your host. This is a show about life and purpose. It's about the stories we all have. Everyone, when you think about it, has a story. Some stories may sound more riveting than others. That's to be expected. Not every story, after all, is the basis for a blockbuster movie or an HBO miniseries. Yet when you think about your own story, the most important thing to consider is what you will do with it. Or to put it another way, what will your legacy be? We're looking forward to another terrific show today with our featured guest, Gordon Robertson. Gordon is CEO of the Christian Broadcasting Network, or CBN, a television ministry that delivers original programming for markets throughout the United States and in countries around the globe. He's a son of Pat Robertson, the celebrated founder of CBN. Gordon Robertson, as just mentioned, is CEO of the Christian Broadcasting Network, a television ministry that delivers original programming in 47 languages to approximately 120 countries. It also offers a 24-hour toll-free prayer line, 365 days a year. Additionally, CBN subsidiaries and affiliate organizations provide care for orphans, freshwater wells, disaster relief, and health care on an international basis. Gordon, 61, is one of the sons of Pat Robertson, the well-known television evangelist, philanthropist, religious leader, and businessman. The elder Robertson started CBN in 1960. During its early stages, CBN broadcasted on a part-time basis out of a UHF station in Portsmouth, Virginia. Today, CBN is a media powerhouse, headquartered in Virginia Beach, Virginia. CBN's board of directors named Gordon as CEO in 2007, after Pat Robertson relinquished his day-to-day management role at the network. Gordon is also executive producer and co-host of CBN's flagship show, The 700 Club a daily magazine-style program that has been airing since 1966. It's one of the longest-running TV shows in the broadcasting industry. Following his graduation from Yale University, Gordon earned a law degree from Washington and Lee University, located in Virginia. He subsequently worked as an attorney for 10 years in Norfolk, Virginia. In 1994, during a short mission to India, he had a religious epiphany. He opted to stay in India for several weeks to travel, from village to village on an evangelical tour. Upon his return to the United States, he resigned from his law firm, discussed his plans with his father, and then hopped back on a plane to move with his family to the Philippines. Gordon, during his time in the Philippines, established CBN Asia, the Asian Center for Missions and Operation Blessings Philippines. He also began the 700 Club Asia, a weekly TV show produced in Manila. He came back to CBN's headquarters in Virginia Beach five years later, in 1999 to help his father with the production of the 700 Club. Gordon and his wife, Catherine, reside in Norfolk, Virginia. They have three children. Let's bring our guest on now. Gordon, it's great to talk to you, and welcome to Life's Tough. Great to be with you, Dustin. So i got to start with the question. What's it like to have Pat Robertson as your father? I mean, I was a pastor's kid myself, but being a son of Pat Robertson certainly takes that to a new level. Well, it, it definitely took it to a new level. That that's definitely been an, uh, an adventure uh, through my life. Um, but having lived it with him as my father, I, I don't have a comparison. I didn't I didn't grow up with somebody else as a dad, uh, you know, on the off years. Uh, so 
I don't I don't really have a comparison, but I will say it's been uh, quite an adventure uh, over the decades. Yeah, I mean, what you've seen, uh, being able to see the organization of the ministry grow. Uh, so you had a career as an attorney, as we just talked about in Norfolk, Virginia, when you opted to go on a short mission to India in 1994. And then you had an epiphany and stayed longer to set out on your own tour of one village after another. What prompted you in the first place to go on this mission to India? And second, could you talk about your newfound urgency to extend your stay? Um, the reason was I, I got tricked into going on a mission trip. Uh, there was <laughs> you a, got tricked. Oh, friend of the family's, um, uh, John Jimenez, who is the pastor of Rock Church here in Virginia Beach. Uh, I had known John and his wife Ann since the uh, since 1967 when they first came. Um, you know, I was just a kid, nine years old, um, and they uh, were were appearing on the 700 Club and um, had an opportunity to start a church here and uh, decided that this was God, and and so they founded Rock Church and. Uh, it, it, it grew very fast. And so I'm practicing law. I'm a partner in a law firm and John just calls me out of the blue, um, and says, I had a dream about you, Gordon. And I said, that's interesting. And yeah, it's a weird way to start a conversation. I had a dream about you. Uh, in the dream, you went with me on a mission trip to India and I knew John and I knew when he said things were from the Lord, that he wasn't joking, he wasn't uh, making it up, that he really heard something. So, you know, at at the time, I thought it was the most outlandish thing I'd ever heard, that, you know, here I am, I'm practicing law, I have no intention of going into ministry or doing anything um, of that nature, and, um, but I, I couldn't say no to him. And so yeah. I, um, I said, okay, John, uh, uh, when, when are you going? And he said, well, I'm leaving Monday morning. And it was a Thursday um, afternoon. And so my lawyer brain kicked in, and I knew that India required a visa. And I didn't think there was any way he could get a visa by Monday morning. Uh, so I laughingly said, okay, John, if you can get the visa, I'll go. I didn't know the fix was in. Yeah, he had just said. Huh? hired a, a visa expediting service, and so uh, he sent someone to pick up my passport from my home and um, uh, got it on a plane that night. Um, and the very next morning at 8 o'clock, the visa expediting service presented my credentials for an application to the Indian Embassy. In wow. Uh, he calls me up the next day. I got your visa. You're kidding. <laughs> it, it happened like that. Like, I, I got it done. I did the impossible. I, I, um, I was stuck. I, you know, I'd given my word. Yeah, you, you were in. So I had to quickly rearrange my schedule. And that Monday morning, I uh, found myself uh, on an Air India flight from Kennedy to Delhi. And uh, that became an adventure that really totally changed my life that that began in what part of india uh we went from delhi then to um mumbai uh which is now not mumbai i'm sorry uh madras uh which is now called chennai and then took a 12-hour train ride to a place called rajamundri which means city of the king and 
uh, it was a journey, not just a very long journey, um, time-wise, but a journey back in time. Interesting. Uh, I'd, I'd never seen anything like that. I'd never seen people with hand pump, pump wells and, um, it, it, um, it, it was quite an eye-opening experience. Yeah. Going from a law firm to now a 12 hour train ride. Tell me about the train ride. Do you remember what you saw? What, what was it like on there? I mean, this was a new journey for you. You had done something. I'm sure you had clients that week. You had to say, Hey, look, I, I need to cancel. You knew that you would lose revenue. Like this was a big life changing moment. Like tell me about the train. Well, I can remember the smell. Woke <laughs> you um, the, In the train yard in Chennai, they literally had pigs roaming the tracks. Wow. And um, the pigs were feeding on what was coming off the train. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it was, um, yeah, I'd never seen anything like this. And. Um, the street beggars, the, um, um, street vendors, um, and then, um, you know, the caution as, as you're leaving, we, we didn't have a sleeper car, the caution that, uh, you don't want the windows open, even if it's hot because you don't want the mosquitoes. Mm. Um, you know, you're going through areas with malaria and dengue fever. So it was, um. 